they are called the, the middlemen, right? Right. And uh, whether they they um they role in the supply chain or not, they did a trade uh, versus just avoiding all these steps uh, between the farmer and the and the consumer. But they are needed. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Ford, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode one of a brand new series on the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward. For the first time on the podcast, I am joined by Belen Ribadeneira. Yes, we practiced, folks, we practiced. Um, so, Belen, welcome to the podcast for the very first time. It's an honor to have you. I appreciate the time and um. And especially that you're open to to bring out these these issues that uh, could be affecting the coffee supply chain, and I'm always welcome the op- the opportunity to um just learn from you as well, Lee. Oh, uh, so thank uh, folks, you for having me. Thank you for saying that, Belen. But <laughs> folks, you're gonna laugh when you hear that there's the opportunity of me learning from Belen in this conversation about this specific subject. It's I. I am going to be learning everything I possibly can from this conversation, and I hope that you do too. Um, Belen is going to be doing so much teaching for us right now. Why? Because this conversation, the theme of this whole series is the power of green coffee buyers and traders on the economic sustainability of the supply chain. This is a huge, huge topic and very, very relevant right now. Given the collapse of a number of major traders uh, over the past recent times, let's just say that. And so we want to understand the impact that these traders and buyers have on the economic sustainability of things. So in this first episode of the series, um, Belen, I'm going to get you to start by telling us like who you are and what you do. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at defining in this episode what the role of green coffee buyers and traders is in the supply chain. So, Belen, over to you. Yeah, when when people ask me about my job, it it's always the beginning of a conversation. It's uh-huh. simple. I connect coffee roasters with um, coffee growers across the world and support food and beverage companies' responsible sourcing strategies. And I've been doing this for the last 15 years. And my passion for the specialty food industry continues to grow. But, <laughs> but my, true, my true interest um, lies in addressing on ongoing economic sustainability challenges our industry faces. Mm-hmm. I was born and raised in Ecuador and I'm based in uh, Florida, USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. And and where are you working these days? What are you doing these days? You're right. So now I'm an agri, agribusiness consultant working in, specifically in, um, in the cocoa sector in Ecuador. And in um, specialty coffee, I'm a um, certification and market access consultant at Buna Origin Consulting. Mm-hmm. And we had Sara um, from Vuna on the podcast recently, so people know um, about Vuna. Um, and just to make sure everybody knows, Vuna is not a sponsor of this podcast. We do not have Belen on the podcast because uh, of any relationship between Vuna and Mapper Forward. 
The reason that we want to have this conversation is because if you tuned into our last series, you know that uh, Martin Mayorga and I had a conversation about the serious situation that exists in the supply chain at the moment and the challenges that producers are facing. Uh, That's not really very different than they have in previous years. However, this is starting to come to a head and the cans that we've been kicking down the road over the last couple of decades, the road's running out. And so Belen is here to help us understand how some of this stuff happened. And we're going to start that conversation with understanding what the role of green coffee buyers and traders is in the supply supply chain. So maybe you can start by telling us, like, what's the difference between green coffee buyers and green coffee traders? If there is. Sure. There is actually. So, so what is exactly a green coffee buyer? So these people are responsible for the coffee we enjoy every day, of course, and their role could be different from one company to another, but their word impacts the coffee that is roasted and requires a serious commitment with um, coffee farmers. It's kind of a glove-throating position, with, which is really awesome. But um, in most of these coffee professionals, uh, that I had the pleasure to interact over the, over the years, spend a lot of time on nerd stuff, forecasting, managing inventory, um, storing traceability information, and geeking out about supply chains. Mm-hmm. Every green coffee buyer, whether they love it or hate it, <laughs> knows the value of uh, databases, yeah. DRM systems, and probably spends a lot of time putting um, them together. Yep. So having a smart, sustainable business is what makes it possible for them to make long-term partnerships with farmers and ultimately pay more for good coffee. Folks, our first on-demand workshop, How to Become a Coffee Consultant, is now available for you to learn at your own pace and it comes with a certificate upon completion. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for more details. Support this podcast by supporting our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Where the, the trader or importer, they have become more of a green coffee consultant um, their main role is to provide context, right? Yeah. In the age of um, uh, limit, limitless information, what is required is someone who can help roasters sort out um, the important pieces, the one that will matter the most of, to each individual roaster and their brand and their value uh, proposition. So a good Trader can act as a bridge between roasters' point of view on coffee and the coffee itself. It is not just discussing the um, the merit of different coffees, mm-hmm. but also providing a background on the strengths and weaknesses of, of processing types, countries, regions, individual producers and um, seasons, and their role on the availability of coffee. They also provide insights on how a roaster's pricing and purchasing decisions might affect quality, availability, and um, and the ability to buy more coffee from these specific producers. Mm -hmm. So the right 
Further, the right importer can provide clarity on what decisions need to be made and thus um, free up the buyer's time to focus on the things that matter to the business, which mm -hmm. is inventory control, cash flow, quality assurance, and also training. So, so it's, it's, it's different and, um, and we really need to value and differentiate this role and, um, and have and trust them because they, 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 they are a key players in the supply chain. Mm -hmm. And, and there's been a lot of, they, they, they get a bad rap a lot of the time, right? Um, not for no reason, but like with everything. You know, just like there's great podcasters and really shitty podcasters, there's good baristas and there's really shitty baristas, there's good traders, there's shitty traders, there's good green coffee buyers and there's shitty green coffee bu um, buyers. And so we never want to throw the baby out with the bathwater and just generalize and say all green coffee traders are terrible and all, you know, all of nothing is terrible. But clearly there is something going on because the supply chain is broken. The supply chain isn't working uh, as well as it should be working. And we've got some problems that have been brewing for a long time. Help us understand the impact of green coffee buyers and green coffee traders, because it, it sounds like from what you're saying, they are interlinked, they're, they're interrelational in the role that they play in the supply chain. Right. How are they impacting? the economics of the supply chain and particularly sustainability of that economics. They are called the, the middlemen, right? Right. And uh, whether they, they, um, their role in the supply chain or not, they need a trade uh, versus just avoiding all these steps uh, between the, the farmer and the, and the consumer, but they are needed. <laughs> So, and, and, and today, I really want to bring this oppressing, oppressing issue with, um, within the coffee trade. Mm -hmm. The um, concerning trend of um, specifically quality, uh, certified coffee being okay. sold below, below standard prices in a um, dubious transaction. <laughs> right. This, uh, this phenomenon often occurs when um, certified or specialty coffee is bundled into mixed contracts alongside with conventional coffee, forming what it is commonly referred to as, as a combo. But um, uh, let, me, let me get, um, again, uh, and, um, answer your questions about the economic role of uh, these mm -hmm. two actors in the supply chain. Mm -hmm. um, specifically, I remember that the coffee a price crisis back in 2019 mm -hmm. when I had the pleasure of uh, participating um, with the Specialty Coffee Association. It was a panel and the discussion centered on the following question. What is the role of coffee roasters in the industry's response to the coffee prices? Okay. And at the end, small and big companies agreed that they should continue being more transparent about prices with each other and towards consumers so that they understand the price structure behind their cup of coffee. However, 
small roasters are in competition with big roasting companies. Uh, traders are stepping uh, stepping into some roasters and brokers responsibilities, and um, and the question is who can afford to buy more volume and maybe push prices down. So that is the the key issue right now. And and this transcends to wholesalers who are also running their businesses on a tight budget. And at some point they will find it easy to choose a cheaper coffee from a big roasting company, from a multinational, a huge trader, rather than from um, have a close partnership with them. Um, with um, their suppliers at origin. Mm -hmm. But this is how the market works and how we can change it. So maybe small micro roasters with retail operations can start by taking the opportunity to engage in a dialogue with um, their customers, share stories from farmers and explain the price structure behind the coffee. Um, And I'm sure that many of your listeners Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee are already doing this, and and we should just bring that spirit up. But I believe that the biggest worry of, for coffee roasters when it comes to the future of coffee prices is that it's becoming increasingly harder for m- micro roasters to access to micro loads for small from small producers. And they also worry about farmers' ability to invest in their farms' infrastructure and the domino effect that is um, can have on the environment and the quality of relationships across the value chain. I'm personally concerned about the fact that the coffee is still widely seen as a commodity taken for granted and um, the fact that coffee is, is really available in offices, in warehouses, mm-hmm. and um, with no no respect at all. Um, so, so they have a huge role and responsibility in in, in the economics of um, of the supply chain. In there's a there's a lot that you said there, but when it comes to what what it sounds like you're saying is that the role that they play is because that they're the middleman, they're also the bridge between the producing end of the market and the consuming end mm-hmm. of the market. And the decisions that they make are really pivotal to the decisions that roasters are going to make based on what they end up roasting, how they end up taking that to market, and who the, the, like the marketing team at the roasting company, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it sounds like what you're saying is that by the time that it ends up at the roasting company Whatever it, whatever they decide that they can do, with regards to presenting that coffee to the market, the best platform that they have to start with is the job that has been done by the people who came before them. Correct. So if the green coffee buyer and the trader do a shitty job at buying coffee and bringing and and taking it from its origin company into the country that country into the country that it's going to be consumed in then 
the way that that coffee is going to be treated the rest of the way, the supply chain, can only, that's the starting point. Is that correct? It is correct. So responsible coffee sourcing should be practiced on every single um, um, step in the supply chain. And um, and they have a huge role. I mean, okay. uh, whose fault is, 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 is that? I mean, for the uh, uh, price crisis, it's, it, it's everybody's. Right. Whoever makes the, uh, the purchase decision, maybe except for the consumer, but every single step in the supply chain has um, a responsibility. Um, and now at some point we're talking about living income for producers. So it's, um, it's, it, that is the responsibility to just understanding maybe the, the economics of, of each actor. Everybody has um, their profits and their costs. So they all need to be respected and um, everybody has um, a, a take. I mean, yeah. so all, all of these people in the, uh, the coffee professionals um, are running a business. Um, so they need to to make responsible decisions in purchasing. This this sets us up for our next episode really, really well. And in the next episode, friends, we're going to talk about the impact the buyers and traders have on the price of coffee. So join us for that. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace, love and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Mapper Forward, head to mapperforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.